Welcome to the Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. We are recording, what, nine hours later than usual because I had a panic attack this morning. (laughs) When we went to record, I saw Esther's face, started crying, and she's like, do you need to go back to sleep? I think you need to go to sleep. (laughs) It's okay. We can record later. I'm okay. Yeah. So I then slept for two hours, and then I woke up. I got ready for work, then I stopped working momentarily to make some muffins, and then I felt much better. <laughs> oh, good. I, I, yes. Baking will heal all wounds of the soul. It, it made a pretty big difference and also reminded me of my competence levels because uh, sometimes when apparently my anxiety has been manifesting itself in thinking that I'm terrible at everything and <laughs> don't deserve the things I have. And so baking and winging the recipe partially, like oh, I yeah. just took a regular banana bread recipe and used rye flour and adjusted the sugar and butter. And it's really great. Mm-hmm. And I feel so accomplished. So yeah. And I think banana bread is like the witchiest of breads because you can like add anything to it. Any like sort of oh, herbs yes. pretty much. And it's just to me, it's like the witchiest of breads. So. Yeah. And if you make it into a little muffin, it's just the cutest little thing in the whole world. And there are edges everywhere. That's what There's, I like. Edges I know. Everywhere. Exactly. So many edges. That's the reality yeah. of the situation for almost any baked good for me. I'm like, where's yeah. the crunchiest part? Where's the crunchy part? Yes. And because we're recording a few hours later. We, I have awake doggies that yes, are enthusiastic about the day. <laughs> so and my dog will be in and out too because she knows that Nathan's getting home at some point. Yeah. But he officially got the work from home notification oh, today too. Good, so good, good. that will bring my anxiety level down a little bit more. Uh, so we shall see. But we have some good questions today and we we're working through our anxieties and understanding that maybe <laughs> once this is all over, I need to actually go talk to somebody about them. <laughs> I know. Imagine that. <laughs> oh, who knew? I know. Exactly. Anyway, I hope that everyone else is holding up better than I am. I'm sure that it is huge varieties of holding up, but oh yeah, maybe try baking something. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> Do you want to do a card of the day? It is my turn. And I got the King of Cups, which I think is pretty great considering how in control of my emotions I've been today. <laughs> well, now you're in control of them now. And yeah, we're exactly. And continue to be in control of them from this point on. Exactly. It took several hours, but I'm there now. Thank you, King Yay. of Cups. <laughs> okay, so our first question from the day is from Katie. Probably a different Katie than, than your sister and a different Katie than we had a couple <laughs> weeks last ago. Time. Yeah, exactly. It we turns thought out this... that was a really popular name. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? I know. We got this question six days ago, so some details may have changed since then. Mm-hmm. Some of the background to my question. My husband works in the travel industry, which has been hit pretty hard by COVID-19. They are in special measures with trialing people working from home. His office is in London, and this is a precaution in case of a lockdown. And then today, the company has asked for volunteers to go on a 25% sabbatical. He is normally a very practical sort of man and approaches every problem with an attitude of, let's fix this. However, this seems to have gotten him really anxious. I suspect that he is overly concerned for the team he's responsible for and for the fact that we are expecting our first baby in June. And for the first time ever, he will be reliant on his salary to survive. As it stands, we aren't entitled to any support or benefits from the government to help us through this period while I'm on maternity leave. And now with my husband worrying about his job and being at risk, things are a little anxious for us. My question is, what can we do as a couple to ensure we stay afloat during this uncertain period? And then she mentions pulling some cards for a generic three-card spread, and she got Death, Page of Pentacles, and the Star. Death, so we want to Page speak of Pentacles, and the Star. About those cards. First, like, kind of like yeah. kind of general feeling, and then we can pull cards, I guess. for Yeah, I think that's a great idea. So Death, Page of Pentacles, and the Star is really, I feel like probably a lot of people are pulling some variation of those three cards because (laughs) the whole idea of kind of having to start over and assuming that things will be okay is sort of like the way that a lot of people are approaching a crisis right now. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what those three cards just yell to me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there's going to be like some major changes, so expect them. And then there's going to be some new stuff that's going to happen, but it's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. And I think that the star being the thing that ends it is like maybe encouraging you to like look for those bright spots and areas of growth that maybe aren't as traditional with that page of pentacles, like finding some newer ways of doing things would be the best way to prevent it from feeling like gloom and doom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the question, what can we do as a couple to ensure we stay afloat? Because the way that she worded that, then that's like unchanged. I didn't edit that part. Uh Uh-huh. I like that because it speaks to an idea of not just having it be like, how can we stay afloat monetarily, but also just like when we feel so overwhelmed, how do we stay afloat? Stay afloat. Right. Right. Yeah. Which I think is like the kind of a thing, I don't know, that I'm struggling with. And you're probably just shaking your head at all of us and being like, yeah, I've been living with this for two months, you guys. Yeah. But it, nothing really matters till it gets yeah. to the United States. Duh. That's what we've been trained <laughs> since childhood, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, obviously we... being facetious, dear listeners. <laughs> I do not actually think that. Yeah, I think it's for me looking at things, it's just kind of reliving this in a different way. Like, oh, girl, so you're re- having to go through additional trauma. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, it's just, you know. I've lived it myself and not been super concerned, but now I see friends and loved one living through it. And so then it just kind of makes things different anxiety, I guess. So <sighs> dumb but, cult leader spreading it through Korea a second time. <laughs> I know. So, but I think it's, I think everyone's kind of now getting used to this new normal. And I think things will chill out significantly in the next few days because yeah. it's like, okay, so this is what it's like. Okay. Also Nathan worked in grocery stores for all of high school. And I just keep telling myself like, all the grocery stores he ever worked in, they did a lot of restocking and that sort of supply chain management stuff gets oh, yeah. to grocery stores at the end of each week yes. in preparation for weekend shopping. So even though social media is like filled with stories about people being out mm-hmm. of stuff, that will all change because the supply chain has not been broken. It still oh, yeah. exists. People Everything's just spend all weekend it's buying shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think that like over the next couple of days, it'll feel less apocalyptic as people mm-hmm. can go and get like sundries at grocery stores. <laughs> right. Right. Feeling it's just, there was a, such a rush and that their supply line was not prepared for that rush. Exactly. So. And now it is now it will be at the end of the week. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. what I'm telling myself. Because the other thing is that we're even seeing, like, I think that Claire posted something on Instagram about how all of her supply chain for, her, like, all of the Black and the Moon decks is, like, up and running. And now she has all these decks. All these decks, yeah. <laughs> and then our friend Jenny from Swing and Sparrow was the, basically saying the same thing. She just got 150 decks delivered, mm-hmm. delivered to her front door because she was yeah. going to take them all to this uh, big romance conference next month that's been postponed. Yeah. She's like... Now I have 150. So if you, like me, are somebody who bought that, the Jane Austen Austen. uh, tarot that was more like an Oracle deck and were super disappointed in it, now would be a great great time to support (laughs) Jenny by buying an actual Regency era (laughs) tarot deck. deck. Is this all me just trying to avoid answering the question from Katie? Possibly, yes. It probably is. (laughs) Sorry, Katie. This is my fault, not yours. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, Do we want so, to pull cards for where she is currently mentally at and then move forward from yeah, there? Yeah, the energy of right now, and then we can kind of know how to direct things. I wonder if this will be the most distracted episode we have yet. Possibly. I may cut some down, just a full warning. Just <laughs> no, so we don't won't. seem super distracted. <laughs> You're going to love it. Oh, my God. I got the five of wands and the five of cups. <laughs> I'm sorry, Katie. Oh, no. Let's see. I keep doing eight energy, energy. So energy. now who's <laughs> avoiding the question? <laughs> My hand is avoiding the question. <laughs> okay. Staying afloat. The energy is, yeah, I got five of pentacles and four of swords. I think that like the four of swords makes a lot of sense too, because there are so many things that we just can't really know. And so like, uh, like feeling like all you can do is sort of hunker down and try to, well, Recover and sleep. I think she's on maternity leave as well. So it's like that forced kind of rest. Yeah. Like, and where he's, of course, having to possibly take that 25%. Cut so we too. got three fives. fives. If anything expresses the anxiety, anxiety of the times, it is that. <laughs> Getting a card that's about like 
feelings of loss and like ennui uh-huh. <laughs> and, and feelings of conflict and feelings of poverty. And like the only thing that's not a five, the only thing that's not in sort of like the most loss filled component of its suit is about the logical thinking, which is just telling you that you have to slow down and not be like doing right. a lot of stuff right now. That is like, this is like quarantine in a four card reading. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking like this four of swords. It's just that like, you just feel like you just, you can't, your hands are tied. You can't really do anything. You're at the mercy of other people. Yeah. So you're There's kind not of a lot like, of action in that rest. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Well, let's pull cards for how to keep it together. I think that it's hard to talk about the financial side just because things are changing so quickly. Right. And that is an industry that will be hit, but who knows what, you know, like what all that means. And... What, yeah, what anything really means right now. Right. I love being able to hear little clattering feet. <laughs> this morning I was thinking like, I really wish we had carpets. So the clattering of feet wouldn't be so loud at like 6 a.m. Oh, they're <laughs> wrestling. Baby. They're like running through the house. Like they're... It, <laughs> Doongy sounds very growly, but he's, like, softy. So. Oh, girl, I have a pit bull. I know okay. that the growling is not a sign of actual growling. She's and the serious she will at dog. him and, like, nip at his face like she's done me. So she's, like, setting her boundary. Hey! <laughs> she's <bossy>. so sweet! <laughs> okay. Oh, interesting. I got two major arcanas. Oh, I got one major arcana and a court card. What major arcana did you get? I got the fool. Okay. And I got judgment and the hermit. Okay. And I got the page of swords with all that. So Page of swords. And the fool. I think I like- it's like, like exploring like, ed- like ed- not educational options, but like, I always think this page of swords is the one that's like in the library studying something new. Yeah. And so putting this in the context of kind of staying afloat, especially with the fool being like, the fool and something well, new yeah, and, something and especially brand, like, like, new direction. people who are about to become brand new parents too there's like a lot of kind of newness and sort yeah. of like blindly leaping into the void and hoping yeah. for the best I think one thing that I like about the judgment card being in this position too is that one of Mac, <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> one of the components of judgment is that it's not really about choice it's about kind of like things ha- will you relax I don't have anything for you. Auntie Esther has Skittles. That's all we about got. Sorry. She's like, I don't believe you, mom. You have to be lying to me. Um, but no, judgment is kind of like, to me, it always feels like there's sort of like a a non... <laughs> Do you like that really high-pitched squeak? Our, our, our dogs are sabotaging this episode. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. We are taking it seriously. They're just losing their minds. Um... What was I saying? Oh, there's a component to judgment where it's like, it's not something that you're deciding to do. It's something that kind of like you're compelled to do. And so I think because there's this huge lack of control that's going on, like you are about to have a baby. So your body is in some ways not under your control. Mm -hmm. There's all this stuff happening in the world. That's really outside of your realm of control. Thinking about like the areas in which you can create that sort of new experience, that new opportunity with the Mm -hmm. page of swords and the fool card that doesn't necessarily, it's not like making a choice. It's like finding yourself in this new situation and then deciding how to deal with it. Right. Yeah. Especially because the page of sword I see is so studious. It's kind of like studying and kind of preparing yourself for something like a new aspect of a job, like whether it be like further, like continuing education, not necessarily like college, but like personal development stuff. I wonder if the hermit could also then be folded into the two cards you got with saying there might be some sort of like distance educational opportunity that would help you help you or him kind of feel like, like there was a little bit more control and decision-making happening. Like if, Mm -hmm. because the hermit would be like not necessarily going to school, but maybe something on your own that is like imparting wisdom and decision-making stuff. Yeah. At least that would kind of give you the semblance of like guiding and directing your pathway through this. Yeah. Exactly. Like not feeling so kind of helpless. Exactly. Hi, Nathan. I'm recording with Esther. I'm recording with Esther. You can be as loud as you want. It's okay. I can edit him out. <laughs> Esther will just edit you out. Hi, hon. Haters. 
He said, did you hear him say haters? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't hear him, but maybe your mic did. So I'll just Yeah, we'll in. see. He's like, okay, haters about you editing him out. <laughs> no. She's had lunch and breakfast, though. <laughs> I love you. But anyway, yeah, I think that looking for, I think that like kind of being open to change and to you being drawn in a different direction mm-hmm. would be the thing that would help with staying afloat the most. And then not just drawn in another direction, but also like when you start being drawn in that direction, leap into it, like really pursue yeah. that. Don't just like overthink it and decide not to like take that judgment energy and then use that fool energy and the page of swords energy to like make new things happen. Yeah, I agree. I like it. We're running laps now. (laughs) Okay. Our second question is from Chris and Chris says, hi, my life is a giant hectic mess. (laughs) I love that as a beginning of a question. I love it too. I don't really know where to begin even explaining it all. And then she kind of tells a story about some debt that she has and a shitty job that she can't leave because her her daughter is in grade 11 and wants to graduate with her friends. She says, I try to ask Tara myself, but all I get are reverse towers and other cards indicating that I'm refusing to change or face my fears. I tried to ask other readers and they've just told me hokey things like family support and love partners. I'm doing this 100% alone and I'm not changing that aspect. I don't want to hear about my dead grandma or how much my abusive mom loves me and wants to help or my future life. I just want to know how to change. The reverse tower isn't helping me and neither are all the cards indicating a refusal to face my fears. What am I refusing to change? What fears do I need to face? How can I move forward from this? Or can I stay status quo for a couple more years so I can move to a cheaper location um, with drowning in the awful anxiety that is the status quo? I think that last sentence is not an option. So let's talk about what fears you should be facing uh, and kind of like maybe address that uh, tower reversed energy that you're bumping up against over and over and over again. Yes. And I and remember I, reading the email and it was like the reverse tower, like lots and lots of times, not just yeah, like once or twice. It yeah, was like, exactly. even she like in the middle of the email, message. she yeah, was, was like, like Hey, I just, it again. I just pulled one. Yeah. And like, I think okay, that Chris might've also mentioned it in the Facebook group at one point that she was mm-hmm. getting that again too, or that she had just like pulled it again. I was thinking that it we could maybe do the clarification of a theme spread, or we could just answer her questions directly. Um, what are the positions for the spread? Um, let me find. I it. knew it was like, why are you here? What are you doing? What do you want to tell me? It's tell me right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> clarification for a theme: where this energy is leading me, what's standing in my way, and how I can get started on the right path. What was the first question? One more time. Where this energy is leading me. Okay. I would change probably or like add a one before that of like, why is the reverse tower kind of coming up? Because we're kind of like, so why and then the following. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. Let's do that. I love it. You're a genius. Okay. You beautiful, majestic unicorn. (laughs) All right. So we'll each pull a card for the first one of. Why? Like, why is the reverse why tower? Why is the reverse tower coming up? Yeah. Other than, like, we know, okay, the universe, we know it's because she's not facing her fears, but please detail to us what this fear-ish thing is. Like, yeah, just or don't at give least us, like, a how tower. to keep moving forward and not yeah. let that be the thing that's just being a dick to her over and over <laughs> and over again. What's the deal with the reverse tower? <laughs> what did you get? Okay, I got the Six of Pentacles and Temperance. So to me, it just feels like Six of Pentacles is that, like, exchanging of giving and taking. There's that sort of exchange. Yeah. And, and I... Temperance, and for me, it just seems like there's something off balance with that yeah. exchange. Because Temperance appearing, to me, it indicates... And if we're trying to identify, like, the negative aspect, I would take the Temperance, like off kilter would be like the lack of that balance going on that lack right. of that exchange being fluid and also i got the king of cups and the page of wands i was thinking at the beginning the good news for chris is that we don't read reversals yeah. but this is also the cards that i got are a really good example of when like intuition hits to kind of give clarification about whether it's the positive or negative component so i think mm-hmm. that the king of wands or the king of cups page paired with the page of wands could really easily just be representing chris and her daughter's energies like there's yeah. all of this sort of like emotional like it emotional stuff that's going on with chris 
And mm-hmm. her daughter, as the page of wands, maybe is feeling like she wants to start getting stuff done. And so since Chris is having all these emotional reactions and like not really getting the clarity that she needs because there's a disbalance with that temperance. Um, and what was the other card you got? The six of pentacles. Oh, and the six of pentacles. Yeah, there's like, like Chris might be giving too much up for her daughter and her daughter mm. is in this like active youthful role. And so you're probably, Chris may not be feeling quite as appreciated by her daughter also, which could lead even more to that unbalance of the six of pentacles and intemperance. If you're, Mm -hmm. if Chris is like feeling completely filled with these emotions that she can't really find good filing cabinets for. And her daughter is like growing up and has her own needs and is like Mm -hmm. needing less from her. Then that can make that sort of emotional stuff feel way less manageable and way more like a tower moment. Right, right. <laughs> it's just Sorry. constant. It's okay. I love it. They're going nuts. <laughs> They're going bananas. Um, also with the Six of Pentacles and her financial life feeling unstable as well, I think it's just a lot of things right now are feeling unstable, so it's hard to know what to address in her life. Yeah, like, totally. Whether it be like, you know, g- giving up all everything she can for her daughter, as well as like keeping herself financially sound because knowing that her daughter's going to graduate like in a year or two, yeah, you know, that's, that's, I think it's just uh, like a lot of exchanges that are kind of mixing up and making things feel very congested, congested. Yeah, yeah totally. Word. And just in unclear because you're like, yeah. what, what is the thing that's supposed to be the thing that I focus on? And mm-hmm. I think like they're in times of chaos and uncertainty, which even just without all of the world stuff that's going on, Chris has a daughter who's about to graduate. She has a job that she doesn't like that she was sort of forced into because of like educational changes. This is why sometimes when I edit down questions, it makes me sound like a lunatic because the <laughs> listener doesn't know all of those details. Yeah. <laughs> You're very Esther psychic, doesn't Holly. know all of those details. <laughs> I'm not doing it on pur- purpose. I only ever edit for brevity, but mm. still. I think that like there's a lot of stuff that you're not in control over or that Chris is not in control over. And I feel like the King of Cups, like showing up in that situation is really saying like you, there's an element of you that needs to sort of file things away in appropriate spaces Mm -hmm. rather than having it be more of a whirlwind of emotions. And I think also that in other readings, if people have pulled similar cards for you, that's, that might be where other readers are interpreting it as going to somebody else for help. Because if you're getting cards like the King of King of Cups, they're like, Cups oh, the there's a strong thing. paternal figure that will be able to help you figure this out. But no, Chris, you are the strong paternal figure. Like you right. <laughs> need to be the one who's able to do all those kind of con- like controlling the emotions and controlling the like way the things are organized in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, I think. But I do I, think I like that, that I do think that some readers just get really stuck in the idea that all the core cards have to represent different people rather than just components of your own self. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I kind of did that too by projecting your daughter, like Chris's daughter, onto the page of wands. But I do feel like any conflict, like that, is a moment where a kid at seventeen they want to be in charge of their own shit, and I feel like the page mm-hmm. of wands wants to be in charge of their own shit. Oh, very much. Yeah. They're like starting out. <laughs> I can do like, it, mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm an adult. I can do this. And it's just complicated. It is. All right. So where this energy is taking me is the next uh, or is leading me is the next leading position me. in that okay. spread. And I actually really like that kind of to I think that this was a good idea for a spread. Okay, good job, good. Esther. <laughs> <laughs> How I'm many just, times can I say I really person. like that in this episode? <laughs> You, my detective brain just wants to know that, like, gets the bottom of stuff. So yeah, it's more selfish reasons. Than the wise. Else. Oh, thank you, cards. I got the wheel of fortune for where is this energy leading me? Five, six, seven. Okay, gosh, that took forever. I got the two of pentacles as well. So I just think it's like it's just going to be okay. It's just yeah. going to be relining that balance because, like. Like the, I mean, like the six of pentacles and the crystal unicorn, he has like his little balancer yeah. thing. Wow. And so that temperance means that both is of the cards are, yeah, totally. And then two of pentacles, like it's leading you to a good place when you address this. Like, well, and also basically. it's leading you to, in some ways to, cause this is the way that I now think of the wheel of fortune because you think of it this way and it's rubbed mm-hmm. off on me. 
Like being able to understand what you have control over and what you don't have control over is a two of pentacles, wheel of fortune combination. If I've ever heard one. (laughs) So it's like teaching lessons of like, what, what am I actually able to control and what can't I control? Because the whole thing about the wheel is that it's not really something that you get to be in charge of. It happens to you. You just ride it. like You that, just ride it. You, you just, just hold ride. on. And, you know, the two of pentacles can feel the same way because that entire figure is like trying to find balance. And I think mm-hmm. when it's then paired with a card that's about how you don't really get to control your own balance and then in a position of a card about like where something is leading you to, it's really leading you to an understanding of like what you have the capability of controlling and what you can't. Yeah. And just for, and the, like the resulting message for me, the wheel of fortune is it will be okay. Yeah. Like exactly. It eventually think the wheel will stop. You'll get off the ride and you'll be okay. Yeah. It's or just going to be the wheel will never turvy. stop, but you just get used to it. <laughs> you get used to it and you can balance your little like juggling balls on the wheel now. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. you just become skilled enough to like do it. <laughs> exactly. I like that a lot. Okay. So what's standing in Chris's way? Okay. So what's standing in their way? Yeah. (sighs) It's hard. (laughs) I got the six of swords, which I think in the last part of her question where she says, like, can I stick with the status quo? What's standing in her way is that she's trying to stick with the status quo. Yeah. Yeah. I got the ace of swords. So there's I think she's sticking with it status quo because she's not had that new inspiration to move on yet. Yeah. To. I think because that ace of swords is like that, that like initial like idea of like, I don't want to say brilliance, but like having that faith and that confidence that what you are doing is the next step you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. it's not like a lightning bolt. Like, this is my inspiration. This is my passion. This is my like idea to move forward. There's yeah. Not that and that makes there. sense as something standing in your way. If you, if you are not, currently feeling like you're in very much control of the situation and Mm -hmm. the lesson that it's leading you to is that you can't control everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, yeah, Yeah. there's like something that needs to change. And in, because it's the six of swords, I think that that component of moving to a less expensive place is the thing. And right Mm -hmm. now you're not able to because of promises that you've made your child, but that's, what's making you feel so trapped is that you're not able to make that decision to leave and think about things in a new way and kind of change your mindset in some way. Yeah. And you've not figured out a way to make it work with the balance and the, like being in control and not in control that I think that's maybe what the ace of swords is. It's the, you've not been able to have that in that idea of, Oh, this is how I can make it work with my daughter and my financial situation. The epiphany of like, Oh, that's the answer. Yes. Yeah. And so that's kind of preventing you from moving forward. Yeah. Okay. So then the next step is how can I get, or the next card is how can I get started on that right path? Okay. Nope. Oh, it's got judgment again. Oh, did you put your cards back in? Judgment was in the last question. Oh. Oh, that's what we're on a different question. <laughs> it is too early in the morning for me to function. I usually don't like to talk to anybody before 10 a.m. So I it's love now it, Esther. Because I'm feeling like I am all the way cranked up. And normally in the morning, I'm like, so I, it takes me a really long time to get there. And we're switched. We are switched. I'm so mellow. <laughs> Uh, okay, I felt like pulling two cards because, I mean, it's the nature of our show. Yeah. Um, I pulled the five of cups show. and the four of cups. Oh. Which I think is interesting. And this is like a very well-shuffled deck. Like, I've not put unicorn tarot Yeah, back and into... I'm the one who got the five of cups in the last question. Yeah. that's. I think that there's just a lot of, like, confusion and sadness and, like, not... Yeah. It's hard to see things that are right in front of you. I mean, obviously, that's the four of cups, not the five of cups. But even in the five right. of cups... There's still those two cups behind you. It's hard to see sort of the options in front of you when stuff feels so chaotic. Mm -hmm. 
And like the like for me, it's like the opportunity. Like there's opportunities in front of you. There's opportunities like there, but it's kind of you have to like turn around to see them in both cards. You have to turn around to see both of them. Yeah, and, and I got the it, five of yeah. wheels and judgment or five of wheels. We're reviewing a deck that calls the <laughs> pentacles wheels today, and I'm already using it. You've I already really like-, like it. Um, but the five of the five of pentacles and judgment paired with the five of cups and the four of cups, like is I think in some ways saying that you're and maybe it's just that you have to come to terms with the fact that you've sort of made these promises to other people that you can't go back on yet mm-hmm. and yeah. just come to terms with this being a really sad, stressful, monetarily anxiety inducing time because you, you know, responded to a call of, I'm going to let my kid finish school with her friends. And now mm-hmm. you, the only way of moving forward and realizing how much you have to just kind of go with the flow is just coming to terms with how rough things will be until she's done with school in some yeah. ways. Yeah, I think so. Definitely. Should we pull a pep talk card? Yeah, I think so. Because, yeah, because I mean, not to say that like readings can't end on a low note, but like, we just know this is going to be a sort of like short time sort of um, feeling yeah. for Chris. Yeah. So I think like giving like kind of what to do in the meanwhile, where to focus in the meanwhile, something yeah. like that will kind of help like the situation now where she can't really change things yeah. necessarily. Just hold on to the wheel of fortune oh, ride and, and find I just balance. got the four of swords for that. Yeah. What so did you, resting. you should pull one too. Yeah. I, I think just pull. resting, coming to terms with stuff and then allowing yourself to just kind of live in that zone and give yourself a break. Yes. Give yourself a break. Just Fucking give yourself a break. For- yeah. Just even in just the thinking about it so much part, not like literally a break necessarily, but just yeah. come to terms with it and then rest. And I got the sun. So find those places oh, and spots of happiness. Yeah. Like you don't need to be ha- like you can, if you f- focus on like the four of cups and the five of cups, you're focusing like a lot of the focus is like not on any particular cup or it's on like the sadness cups. But yeah. Finding those pockets of happiness and those things of joy that you know that this is going to be a temporary thing. Well, and so, and just, yeah. And so one of the things of joy could be how happy your kid is that she gets to be with her friend still. And mm-hmm. then you like absorbing some of that joyfulness because it's something that you have come to terms with that like is, you know, what's happening. Yeah. And ha- and knowing that this is temporary and you can start things now to prepare for when that time is going to be over. Yeah. And you finding that light within yourself and knowing that you're your own sunlight sometimes. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Good luck, Chris. Yes, good luck. Good you. luck. You can do this. It's going to be temporary. Stop reading reversals. That's how you yeah. don't get reverse towers. <laughs> <laughs> At least for a little bit till it stops following you. At least, yeah. Or just like like strictly oracle cards so it doesn't like haunt you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay, so we don't have any new Patreon supporters, which is totally fine. I get it. Oh, yeah. This week has been crazy. But I do want to say that we're pre ordering our Wildly Tarot decks next week. So if you, I mean, we're already going to over order, as we've said, but if you want to place an order now just to have your name already on the list, we would appreciate it. That would be fantastic. And yeah, because we don't know any delays that may happen with postal services. So the exactly. sooner you get your name on our list, the sooner we can send out decks. For yeah, you. exactly. Exactly. And we're going to be sending out a whole bunch of them, which is why it's good that my campus is closed until May 1st. <laughs> so I will have so much, so many hours of not commuting that I can get this stuff out. <laughs> Yay. No commute. <laughs> no commute. But anyway, we uh, if you would like to support us on Patreon, we'd super support it. We have been uh, doing non-tarot-y things a lot more lately, but we just got a message from our friend Aaron to remind us that we were at one point going through the Minor Arcana. <laughs> well, we're in the swords, and the swords are really, like, it's disappointing. It's just too much of a bummer. It's just really Maybe much. Maybe we should just pivot and go to, go to something else. <laughs> It's something to consider. But anyway, yeah, uh, you know, we, we have a lot going on there. It's super fun. <laughs> Nathan is trying to get Mac to stop just directly whining at me to little to no avail. It's okay. Tell, tell him my dogs are going nuts in the background. Yeah, so Dookie and Kamsha are also going nuts in the background. So it's not just Mac. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Do you want to talk about our deck of the week? Yes, let's talk about the deck of the week. So I went through and counted because I alluded to the fact that we bought it because there were so many redheads. There's only 17 redheads in the deck. Only of 17 cards. redheads. Okay. <laughs> still statistically significant, if you ask me. 
But this week we are talking about Tarot of the Golden Wheel. It's a U.S. games deck uh, that is by the... What am I talking about? The artist Mila Lysenko. And this is what U.S. Games has to say about it. Inspired by the magic and wisdom of Russian fairy tales, Tarot of the Golden Wheel interprets traditional tarot through the prism of colorful Slavic folk culture. In this radiant deck, uh, the Golden Wheel, a sacred symbol for karma, the sun, and the infinite cycle of life, conveys the fool on his journey through the major and minor arcana. And yeah, did you read the Little White Book? Yeah, I read through the book period, like a bit, like not like totally, but yeah. So the major arcana cards give you little pieces of information about folklore. The minors are a little bit less like that. Mm-hmm. But I think I do think that it was really cool. I took Russian in college. A uh, little known fact about me, because I only remember how to say, hello, my name is Holly. Uh, <laughs> but, but I took it for two years, Esther. So I just want oh, wow. that is the really, record really to show how much I forgot. Just to know how to say, hello, my name is Holly. Yeah. Well, I think I, well, this is how I, justify it to myself which is the most of the first semester is just learning how to write the alphabet (laughs) oh okay okay sure (laughs) so that's how i that's how i justify it to myself but i will always have a soft spot in my heart for russian folklore because of that because i also took a companion course of like russian literature and russian culture and literature so i will always have a soft spot in my heart for russian lore yeah. Plus, Russian Logan lore were, is bleak as fuck, and it's really well, Logan fun. Logan and I were talking about, like, why is, like, Western folklore, like, not as interesting as, like, Russian or Japanese or Korean or, like, stuff like that? Yeah. Because did I tell you yesterday that I found out there was a goddess of the bathroom? No. In Korea? Yes. Is there really? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's more of, like, an outhouse situation. Like, <laughs> so... <laughs> It's not like where they honor her like now, but like used to. And of course, there was like outhouse situations. Um, If you did not knock on the door three times, she would literally like kidnap you. Like if you went in without knocking, like she and then like if you felt her hand in the bathroom, you would die with like before you were 16. Oh, God. That all sounds like something that an oldest sibling told a younger sibling. (laughs) Like, don't walk on me in the bathroom. It was just to be so funny. I was just like, but yeah, because gods and goddesses in Korea are meant like in different rooms of the house. And so I was kind of reading about that yesterday. That's cool. I also feel like the the theory behind I like the theory behind Russian folklore being so bleak is that there are not a lot of creature comforts. And so you need to be able to have lore that explains why everything is so hard all the time that don't then have like something great happening at the end where everything's fine because that's not how life as a Russian peasant went it was just hard Hard and difficult and awful and there wasn't like something that would then culminate at the end to make it all easy and fine and Mm -hmm. worth it There was no happily ever after in, fo- in Russian folklore. In Russian folklore. folklore, exactly, exactly. Or if they, there was, then somebody would like immediately be gravously injured. <laughs> but anyway, it. where to find this deck? It's a mass market, so you can find it anywhere. It's usually like yep. around 20 bucks. Um, and the box is a sturdy two-piece box, which, as you know, is my favorite. We appreciate, yes. It's the Very only kind so. of box I want is a sturdy two-piece box. Yes. Uh, the cardstock is shockingly good. I think that it's cardstock's pretty good. It feels a little bit cutty when you're not like when it's not broken in yet. Like yes. the edges are a bit cutty. And it's I think it's because it's also kind of skinny and tall. Like, yes, tall, which was going to be my one. next theory. I think <laughs> it's a weird shape that we're not used to yeah. shuffling. So it feels like it strains our hands to shuffle yes. because it's like a stretch of your shuffling it's a, it's a stretch for me and i have like a dexterous hands that will shuffle anything piano player's correct. hands yes piano player hands <laughs> so I, she's a tall deck basically she, she and... is a tall deck <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i totally agree with you it is a little bit tricky to shuffle for that reason i do think that the thickness though is really nice as then, is yeah. the like gloss level it feels mm-hmm. a little bit more high end than a lot. Of I was, US I'm games like decks. U.S. Games. Can you please continue with this cardstock? Yeah, but shorter. Like- yeah, yeah, just a tiny <laughs> bit shorter. Because and it is borderless, which is nice. Because I we love- are like, girl, we are in the same mindset right now. I was literally just gonna say, <laughs> and it's borderless, which is <laughs> fantastic. Which is because <laughs> the artwork is so beautiful. 
cool. And it, just at the bottom, it has like the little blurb of what the card is, which is helpful. Yeah. So it is. Yeah, it's totally nice. But it, yeah, it really the art pops so 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 much. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It is cool. Uh, do you have general impressions? It's very like Nordic folklorish yeah in that aspect and so um i think ren in our facebook group mentioned in the post someone made about it was that it's it's all white white. yeah it's super super white white. but uh, but we both agreed that it's because it is like nordic folk culture that's that's a purpose for it you know they're not gonna have a lot of diversity even though those areas are diverse now the folklore is not that diverse yes so it's just a reflection of that yeah. 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 But there are some figures that that aren't distinctly male or female, so it's yeah. it's not like it's not not diverse in that aspect, but there is just it's just lots of white people. In, in some ways clothes. it kind of reminds me of a cross between um Wildwood because Wildwood is very yeah. few humans, but the art style is more similar and Druid Craft which is yes. way more humans but the art is less similar to Golden Wheel. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the art style of Wildwood but with the human like folklore kind of cultural component similarities to, yes, to the Druid Craft but yeah. in Russia instead of you know yeah. Druid in, country Druid. which is yeah, England, <laughs> Ireland and Scotland. <laughs> The the whole United Kingdom has now been renamed. And Ireland. And And Ireland. Ireland. Instead of having the conflict of figuring out how you want to refer to that set of islands, we'll just call it Druid Country now. (laughs) Somebody is definitely going to post in a group that the Druids did not venture into England or something, (laughs) but it was too far east or whatever. We're historical dum-dums people. You should know this by now. We're passionate, passionate historical dum dums. <laughs> I'm gonna get that on my resume ASAP. I was like a coffee cup. Like I'm a historical dum dum. Like, yeah, but it doesn't stop me from being enthusiastic. I'm still very oh, enthusiastic. I just well, don't know what so. I'm talking about. I just speak <laughs> confidently and loudly and assume that it's fine. If if anything has ever summed up being a podcaster, it is that <laughs> speaking confidently loudly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, anyway, I, so yeah, the general impression and vibe. It's like I think it's cool. I think it's just like a really yeah. solid sort of. Um, and the like the backs are really pretty. It's like all the it's all thematically beautiful together. It, there's yeah. no like diversion from the theme, which isn't really nice. But the other interesting thing that I do like too is that it kind of gives a lot of insight into the diversity of Russia. Like for example. In the Two of Cups, which I just pulled out, there's like cherry blossoms. And I don't really think oh, yeah. of cherry blossoms as being specifically Russian, but even like the mm-hmm. fabrics of their clothing, like it's cool to see some of those cultural components that because we basically have been in some conflict with Russia for the last hundred years, whether it's mm-hmm. like actual, you know, <laughs> Cold War or whatever the hell is going on right now. Like, right. we don't know a lot of the details of the breadth of Russian culture. And so in some ways, it's really cool to sort of see some of that, mm-hmm. like, you know, traditional garb and stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. That isn't so just cool. like a, you know, Russian ballet dancer or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Uh, f- types of readings that I would use this for... I didn't take the plastic off until two days ago when I started <laughs> researching the deck. But I've used it like seven times since then just for kind oh. of anything. And I yeah. just think it's a really good multi-purpose deck. Yeah, I think if you're doing, if if you know that you have ancestors from this part of the world, like this is, feels very like an ancestral deck. Yeah. Like if you have like family from that area or things like that, like to me it's just very old feeling if it makes any sense like yeah. ancient feeling like watercraft feels like that yeah, yeah it's very watercolory i think one cool. of the card examples that makes me feel like it would be good for reading for a beginner or a beginner who wants to feel connected to their russian heritage or their slavic heritage or whatever is the tower because the tower mm-hmm. is this isn't even one of my favorite cards but i like that it's like a big building on fire but it yeah. feels closer and more intimate of chaos than the uh-huh traditional tower kind of on a cliffside. And I right. think that that's a cool way of, in, of kind of including Slavic architecture, Slavic feelings or whatever. You're really close to this disaster. 
And it feels like a good card for people who don't understand whatever lore might be behind it. Mm -hmm. And also for people who do. Like, if this is an important place or whatever. Yeah. Uh, But I want to hear about your favorite cards. I have. Oh, actually, no. I'm talking over you because you're mellow because it's so early in the morning for you. And I am jacked all the way up because it's the end (laughs) of the day for me. So what what kind of readings would you use this for? Oh, um, I've just used this kind of for like general readings for me personally because like I don't have any like ancestral heritage from yeah, Russia. Me neither. But it, but um, I mean I'm like I'd be like badass cool if it was the case, but it's not. So <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take that. All for of our ancestors are from Druid country. <laughs> Druid country, exactly. <laughs> can can our next deck be Druid country tarot? <laughs> What if we? Oh god, that would be so bad. What we thought the folklore from Druid Country was? Yeah, what like, we perceive it to be, not even what it actually is. What it actually is? Oh, we're just. This is the most random episode. Um, so, but I've just done it for general readings, and it's very easy to read. Like yeah. super easy. All the cards. You, there's not going to be confusion when you look at a card of what it distinctly is, like on first sight or anything like that. And there's a variety of, like, different seasons and different locations. Yeah. And it kind of just shows the beauty of the air, that area of, like, Russia or in the folklore itself. So I really like that. Like, I really like that. Did you hear I really like that. <laughs> this is how early it is. I can't control my southern accent. It's okay. People love hearing it, Esther. <laughs> I it's like Forrest Gump. Sorry. Um, <laughs> it's like not even cute. He's from Alabama. You're not from Alabama. I'm like t- 20 minutes from Alabama. Oh, so that's true. <laughs> that's true. You are actually adjacent to Alabama. <laughs> like 15 minutes. Um, but yeah, I think just for what I've used it so far as general readings that it reads really super well. And so I can't wait to be drawn to this deck for like my terror group and like reading yeah. to them because I know that they'll love it and stuff like that. So. Another cool thing that I was just thinking about is that it's kind of a nice break from historical decks that have like Renaissance Italian clothing. Yes. Like there's not like yes, a lot yes, of yes. puffy sleeves and like mm-hmm. that sort of old fashioned. Mm-hmm. It's like a totally different genre of sort of historical, interesting clothing. It's yeah. kind of cool. It is really nice. I like it a lot. All right, so now I want to hear about your favorite cards. Okay, can we first? I'm. This is not a favorite card, but can we please talk about how the hermit looks like Jesus, like full blown <laughs> yes. Jesus? It actually, like a, a grandma would have like that not framed on her mantle, framed picture on the on the wall of this of this card. Does it say like, that? Let me pull up the little white book because some of them it, it might be like. I doubt it'll say that it's. Jesus, I don't think so. But. but it also reminds me. Okay, have you ever? Did you see that um, post going around about? Um, the grandmother who set up that little figurine of Jesus and actually was like a character from Obi-Wan Star Wars. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Definitely, this could be <laughs> That's the same literally problem. what I was thinking of was somebody <laughs> having an Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi yes. framed picture thinking <laughs> it's Jesus. Jesus. I know. Like, this is literally, like, I just had a laugh. I was like, okay, Jesus. I don't know how accurate, like, I don't think it's supposed to be Jesus, but it looks just like Jesus. It does look so much like Jesus. You're totally right. <laughs> Okay, so after that card, we've discussed about that. So um, I have 10 favorite cards. And Dang. pretty much all ladies. Pretty oh, much yeah, all the, the ladies, ladies in this deck, man. The ladies are beautiful. Okay, I'm just going to let me first. I'm 100% sure that we share the Three of Cups, love. Yes, yes. Okay, let's talk about Three of Cups first since we both share that one. Like, I just love, like, they're, it's like the harvest time and they're just having fun and just, like, it's like you've worked hard through the day and now it's time to like rest and have a party and enjoy your time together. Exactly. Just, all the ladies are different, have different colored hair. They have different dresses and they just look so happy. And the harvest that like, maybe that's the other thing is that it feels really pagan because there's a lot of allusions to like some like sort of pagan ritual, like the harvest yeah. festival components of the three of cups. They're dancing on wheat. Yes. And you know what I also just realized? The world looks so similar. It's still three women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's probably not the exact same three women, but I love that. Oh, is that your next favorite card? <laughs> it's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. It's Sorry, okay. Esther. No, no, no. Continue. <laughs> You're like, hi, okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking that this world card reminded me. Okay. What was the deck that we reviewed a couple weeks ago with the Wheel of Fortune being like the different seasons? What was spacious. that? Deck? Spacious. That was in spacious. Yeah. Yeah. So this one reminds me of that, but like with people and yeah. like there being like a like a culture. Oh my gosh, a ritual <laughs> with the tree and like the different seasons and how like 
the seasons are going to change and the I cycle love continues. the tree. I, really love, I love the tree yeah. so much. The tree's gorgeous. Um, so the world, and then my next major, I will say the empress because this empress, she look. She's what so the fuck gorgeous. is with her? Why is she so pretty? She's so pretty, and she has like headdress on and a sunflower like she's like and she's in the harvest which i love because even though like the empress in rws is like in a harvest it's like a really like sad harvest it looks yeah like. it's not this quite like a, as like beautiful... stunning as this this yeah. harvest looks so lush and all of the creative act like output feels more she's not visibly pregnant and it feels no. more like creative giving output because of the yes. harvest scene surrounding her yes i'm right there with you girl yay okay um next i'll go with the moon the moon is just beautiful because of the etching in the moon itself yeah. like the just the blues and it just makes me so happy also it has a howling wolf that looks a lot like those howling wolf t-shirts that were so popular in the 90s <laughs> yes very. and much then so. came back in like 2009 as an ironic shirt that people would wear <laughs> yeah it's so good uh- I also love judgment because of the like the angelic aspect, but it's not yeah. like specifically does it look like an angel? Like are you supposed to be like an angel, but it's not like a traditional angel, if that makes any sense. She's a little bit scary. She's a little scary and Which like I a like. swan like l- l- leaves. What was I saying? Wings. There we go. Swan leaves. <laughs> you know. So it's swan just I, it's just flowy and beautiful and just judgment is just so pretty. So pretty. and then death, I love that there's like that that moose skull is it a moose or like a deer probably oh yeah deer? probably a deer elk, elk something maybe. like that and then with the, the growth and, with the plant the growing out of the eyeball it? i loved i looked at in the book yesterday i was like okay i need to see if she identified the plant i wanted to know the plant and it, the plant wasn't in there oh Just damn it. Your spoiler <laughs> um but yes i love that there was like that that aspect of like something dying like will feed into a rebirth and yeah then, like there's that cycle there a different cycle Okay, now we're going to the miners. Yes, the okay. Miners. I really love the pentacle suit. Like, was I think the best? Yeah, like had all the best cards. And I think my favorite from the suit was the eight of pentacles. I love that wheels. one because, think, like, he's just. And I think working. I like it so much because you can see his face. Like, you can see yeah, how hard you can he's see his working. face, and he's working really hard. And like the detail of the wheel themselves, and like how dedicated he is into making that wheel beautiful, like the, all the other seven wheels. Yeah, like I just love that, and the colors are so beautiful. And then my last three are all queens because the queens, the queens in the are suit great. are amazing. I did not choose the Queen of Swords because I thought she was a subpar queen. So I apologize to the Queen of Swords. A subpar queen. <laughs> like compared to everyone else, she was a bit like wah wah, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> so I like it. The Queen of Cups is the queen. Is the cup? It's the cup. Is the card that's on the box? Yes. So she's like with the swan. I thought that was really beautiful. Like picture of like water basically because you can kind of see water is around her, but and there's like a weeping willow, and so there's like the illusion of water, but the swan being there i think kind of like boom she's yeah um, makes it really good the queen of wheels i love the oh, spinning wheel there because i the love it wheel is like so vital to like women finding like their place in economy if that makes any sense like yeah their economic things. strength thank you came from weaving yeah and so i think that was a really cool picture of like not only the, the strength at home as a person but also their own eco- finding their own economic strength through, yeah like textiles i love that i love and the spinning wheel has like golden hair i love it okay and, she, and she's like the most luscious queen too yeah she has all the gold headdress and then my so favorite fancy. queen is me the, the queen, queen of, of wands because she has a fluffy cat on her lap i and she's just love like the queen of wands she's such she a badass with her flowing red hair and her adorable cat and her great yes. outfit and her furs and her flowers i love her i love her so much i was like this is like my, pro- my maybe one of my favorite queen of wand depictions because yeah. like of course i always look just to kind of see but this is like ooh, i really like this yeah so. i love the queen of wands Ugh. Okay, it's so good. So what are your favorite cards? Okay, so we overlapped with the Three of Cups, the World, Death, the Queen of Wheels, the Empress, 
and the Queen of Wands. Oh, hey! <laughs> for like weeks of not matching, we have made yeah, up for it today. <laughs> so I have four of my own. But also, okay. I would like the record to show that I originally chose six, and then when I was just going through it again, easily got to ten. So I think that the first time I was being a little bit too careful. But the Hierophant I love, but mostly because I just need to show it to you as a contender for rock Hierophant that matches <laughs> Druid almost Druidcraft. Not totally, but that Not is totally, a rock and roll Hierophant. He's definitely like a front singer for some band, for some yeah, rock yeah, band. Yeah. He or a cult leader. Is this Father Yod? That's There's true. no way to know. There's no way to know. <laughs> but I also really like that there's sort of like the carvings behind yes, him. So the carvings like in the back are so cool. Yeah, I thought that was really neat. Uh, let me separate out the ones that we already talked about. Okay, I also really loved The Hanged Man just because it's hard to not select something where there's somebody trapped underwater with yeah. a big-ass eel. Yeah. I was wondering if that was like a folkloric story that I'm just not aware of. And See, that's so... the thing. There are a lot that I feel like maybe we'd get more out of if we knew these stories. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that? The Hanged Man. Let me look it up. We'll see. The Hanged Man. No. It's just about, yeah. It just says, like, kind of, you fall into a noose and a blind, ruthless force throws your body into a watery abyss. I guess this is a little bit more bleak than I usually think of The Hanged Man, but it's really yeah. pretty. The colors are gorgeous. Yeah. If <laughs> that is a hilarious transition. <laughs> Uh, I also really like the magician because it kind of reminds me of the cosmic tarot, which I yes, always I love the magician too. I had to put him down because I was like, "You are too sexy." For He's me to a very sexy magician, but the sky also is all these greens yeah. and blues, and it really does a good job of making the watercolor component like mm-hmm. come to the forefront because all of it is very like wind feeling like wind yes. and movement feeling, which is super great for a card like the magician because the magician is about creating stuff. And I feel like sometimes the imagery of the magician can be a little bit more like systematic rather than emotional. And this is like right. a very emotional magician card, which I like. Yeah. And the magician card also had his tools seem very natural. Sometimes people just like put them on the table yeah. and kind of expect them. Yeah. This magician, like the, his, the way he's using them feels very natural to the order of things. Totally. So I and I, really I'm cool. telling you, I think that there's something about the emotionality and the physicality mm-hmm. of having this magician. It's not yeah. just because we have crushes on him because he's a total babe. <laughs> and then last but not least, I love the nine of wheels, mostly just because it's just a woman holding a chicken in front of a bunch of really oh, yeah. beautiful... <laughs> Really beautiful, chickens. like cherry blossoms. But I think yeah. that the chicken is just hilarious to me. I know. I want, was it because I know all of the aces, like the ace of swords has like a serpent around the sword. I think the ace of wheels has a chicken and the wheel. Yeah, I think you're right. So I thought that was really funny. I was like, chicken. <laughs> I love chickens. <laughs> there are a lot of chickens in this. I but yeah, so overall, I was able to find a lot of favorite cards. It's really good colors. It's kind of like similar color pattern to Cosmic Tarot to uh, Crystal Tarot, I think, is mm-hmm. the one that I, the Toth deck that I took all of the edges off because there were huge borders on it. Oh, yeah. But it just has, a, like, the watercolor thing can be so iffy to pull off and still have, like, especially with naturalistic faces in it. But yes. she nailed it. Mila did a great Definitely. job. And like, I just love that there's a variety of seasons. No, you know, it's not just summertime that this is happening. Like you can tell, like it's a, yeah. like a year round sort of thing. So, and it kind of seems like a labor of, of love in some way, because this woman mm-hmm. who created it is somebody who is a like Slavic artist and Slavic folklorist. And I, you can tell if a deck is created by somebody who just wants to do the art or who actually wants to do the tarot. And this feels mm-hmm. very, authentic in that way yeah. like she just it nailed does. it really it's so 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 good we haven't gushed quite like this in a while have we i know it's not that we didn't intend to not gush i know i'm just kind of surprised since we bought this on yeah. a total I, I think maybe our expectations were low and yeah. this like exceeded expectations that's true <laughs> that's exactly what it is because that as we've talked about before but not for a while all the decks that we review are decks that we have bought with the very yeah. few exceptions i think we've reviewed like one or two decks that were given to us yeah so for the majority of them they're decks that we know we like because we bought them we wouldn't have bought them if we didn't like them and this was one of those ones where it was like kind of a perfect combination of of really affordable super accessible and something that like slightly sparked our fancy so we're yeah. like well let's do it let's try it exactly but you're right reviewing something that you have zero expectations of is a different experience <laughs> yes i love it it's super fun <laughs> 
If anyone wants to send us decks, we're not above it. Not at all. All right. Well, let's pull a card for our relationship. Because. Card for... I got the Nine of Cups, which makes me laugh mostly because that was my 11th favorite card because of how <laughs> freaking happy this dude looks. Yes, he, he looks hilarious. is stoked. <laughs> He's had one cup too many. Yeah, exactly. And, and I was just thinking, I was like, we've never really gotten a bad card for a relationship with the deck. And then I pull the Three of Swords. Oh, so. <laughs> no. Well, maybe this would be a good one to work through some pain yeah, with. Yeah, some pain stuff. Because it's not like it's it's braced very easily. It's not very harsh at all. And yeah, so, because even the Three of Swords is not a like I love the three of, the three of Swords. It's a yeah. sad woman. Yeah, it's I I feel a bit like of it. I feel like it's similar to um the wailing woman in Irish culture. Yeah. Like where she's like just screaming and that's like that's that similar feeling to you know, like of that woman. It's not like you're experiencing that pain, not necessarily the pain is being inflicted on yeah, you. Yeah, totally. That's a really good card for it. Yeah. Next week we will be reviewing Sawyer's Nature Portals, which is a round deck. Yes, it is a round deck. And it's so cool. And I'm it into is really it. Neat. neat. And it's our friends, so that'll be really fun. Yeah. And Jamie Sawyer was just at the Northwest Tarot Symposium selling it, so maybe more people have it in their hands. I think so. I hope so. It's a really good deck. Okay, well, that's our show. We made it, Esther. This has been a hell of a day. Looks like we made it. Barry Manilow, two weeks in a row. Okay. (laughs) You're nailing it. Good job. Thank you. Uh, Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact information at wildlytarot.com. We've gotten a couple of people submitting questions through that form that are just like generic, like business side of things questions. (laughs) So our email address is also there if that's easier. We tend to see things that go to our email address, which is just wildlytarotpodcast.com at gmail.com more quickly than the things that are submitted through the question form. Um, but of course we love getting the questions through the question form because it makes organizing everything a lot easier to have it be yes. a standard function. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And also tell your friends about us and rate and review us. It helps us grow. And of course we always just really, really appreciate your kind words. Exactly. You can follow us on Instagram at wildly tarot podcast or join our awesome, wonderful Facebook community by searching for wildly tarot podcast on Facebook. And also, again, a big thanks to At Wild Woman Magic for putting together show notes with timestamps for the website. And remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week. We love you so much. We love you. Hopefully you you got through this episode. We were totally (laughs) manic. Way to go, us. Yay. They love you. Bye. (laughs) Love you.